podcasts. Um, not sure where this one's going to go today. I'm just going to just talk shit and see what happens. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I can hear feedback this week. Kind of <laughs> distracting. Um, hopefully that's better. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I think I'll just quickly talk about how I got into poetry or even creativity. Um, fuck, yeah, I, I loved it so much as a kid. It felt like such an escape because I lived with a mum who, she was struggling with her mental health. Um, and she just, she could monologue a lot. And so I was... I was, um, I was sort of trapped, had to be sort of learnt to switch her off and trapped in my own head. Um, and maybe that's why psychologists would probably say why I do put out so much stuff publicly. Um, a lot of my thoughts and ideas and little truths is probably because I wasn't hurt as a kid. So now (laughs) so perhaps I'm seeking um to be heard or fi- find connections with people um who who are interesting and um yeah that's probably yeah thanks for being my psychologist dear listener <laughs> um uh, yeah I, then I've, i remember in my early 20s I, I loved to get really stoned with um our flatmates and we'd get we we sort of it almost became a little den and we wouldn't even answer the door. Um, and when I had to turn up to my job, which was a couple of times a week, I'd be pretty stoned. Uh, I, I was working in retail in the music department, and I remember um, answering the phone once and I said, "Welcome to the music department. This is Darby. How can you help me?" <laughs> I kind of feel like, um, yeah, I was just yeah, I got a bit lost in my early 20s, but I was having a lot of fun at the time as well, but um, I really felt like at the time, that's that's when I knew, I thought, oh, I really want to, I want to write, I loved um, 90s independent movies, they were like a, a huge thing at the time, like um, Clark's, which I now, I've re-watched and I, I don't even know why I liked it, but I remember thinking, whoa, this guy who's only... 25 or something and I'm 21 and he's he's made this beautiful thing that that talked to me and and was irreverent and funny for the time and and he got it into cinemas worldwide how how the hell did he do that that's amazing and I was yeah I just thought it was just impossible to even um have an audience back then um and they're so bloody lucky now I can't believe all these years later, um, I was just writing to really and drawing and creating to pretty much no audience unless I was putting stuff in the a student magazine at a university or those sorts of things. Um, so I just finished an arts degree and I had no idea where that was going or what what it would lead to. I kind of felt like it was it led to nothing, and so I was always being asked by my grandpa sort of jokingly say so are you, are you manager yet at Maya where I was working and I'd, I'd sort of laugh it off and I thought it was 
but I, part of me thought, is that what I'm supposed to do? Am I really? Do I? Is that what I'm supposed to do with this life? Like work, work my way into some business thing and climb a ladder. Um, and so I went to Maya that day or the next day and took it really seriously. And I'd say yes sir, no sir, carry your bag sir. I'd, I'd go above and beyond as they as they call it. <laughs> um, and yeah, do stuff that I felt this is this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how you have to take adulting very seriously. Um, I remember finishing work at the end of the day. It was near the end of the day, and I went to the the Dunnies at Maya, and I closed myself in. Just I had a panic attack, and I I, cr- I cried a little bit. I was thinking, "Holy shit, this is is this what I'm supposed to do for my entire life?" Just really push the shit out of um, shit that I don't want to do <laughs> and really care about stuff that my, hurts my heart. Um, and so I'd just get home at night and write furiously and I'd, I'd spend so much time thinking, I have not, this isn't going to get anywhere, this writing shit, but I'm just going to do it because it's going to maybe save my ass somehow. <laughs> so it kind of did, but it was, it felt like I was, just, it was, it was very, um, cause I had no, I had no audience for it. Cause that's part of the reason why I love writing and art is the connections you can make. Um, and I kind of feel like, um, when you share a piece of writing, it, it becomes more alive if, if it connects to someone else. It's like, um, um, it's like making the shell of something and then borrowing someone's heart to, to put into it, almost Frankensteining parts of parts together. Um, it sounds kind of macabre or something, or e- evil intentioned, but it's not. Um, but yeah, like I, I'd get into other jobs through through life. Like I was, I remember being sent to the the dole. Eventually, got sick of me being on the dole. Um, and told me to go to a resume writing course. And I was, uh, at the time, I was just like, this is sort of late 20s. I was just like, oh, this is bullshit. And so I wrote a piss-take resume that included stuff like just my interests, like the enjoyment of being tall and my father, getting a little bit wet in the rain and quickly running inside, um, comparing data with completely irrelevant other data, um, it was, yeah, and then I had a, a section at the back of this resume that, um, just had, um, p- pictures of people shaking hands, wearing business suits, and then I'd go into a psychological description of, um, me, that it was me being employed, proof of me being employed with these pictures of handshakes, um, yeah, and I sent that to almost every single job in the age at the time back in 2007 or so it was like two and a half thousand jobs and people thought I was nuts but I was it was just kind of yeah pranking around mucking around and um but advertising really liked it they they saw what I was trying to do and they they took me on and said you're a writer and I said no I'm not and they said no you're a writer and I said no I'm not and so I gave it a shot and was writing dad's jokes for Coles 
pretty much like fun funny puns i've never written a pun in my life but they're actually yeah they were, it was just they were really fun <laughs> and then they one of i remember a senior copywriter there asked so darby what what are you reading and i said nothing and he, and he said you can't be a writer if you're not reading and so i started reading poetry because it was felt very similar to copywriting in that you had to say a lot in only a few words high combustion stuff and and so i was i was reading um a lot of poetry and i felt holy shit this is this is like medicine actually i feel makes me feel good makes me feel a bit alive and so i thought i'd start even trying to write that sort of style of prose poetry um i know that uh, it's the accessible stuff like mary oliver and charles bukowski and billy collins is very it's they've sold a lot and a lot of non-poetry traditional non-poetry readers read that but i know that people the serious poets would probably think that that's not even real poetry but i loved it um and i felt like i had i always i was always creative but it was like a means to an end writing like i'm not i'm not naturally gifted at writing but i i can work it i've worked at it and i can get make it do some things that I've, i wouldn't have been able to do 10 years ago but yeah that's that's the the roundabout way i got into um writing but um yeah i remember yeah in jobs i was i was working at a bank once and i worked at another re as a copywriter in different places over the times and i just never i never fit in cult culturally i was always um sort of just i just didn't understand the idea of sitting around and talking about marketing stats and if we're up on budget or below budget and i i just it's like people talking rubbish it's not even real just felt but it was and i couldn't hide the fact that i had contempt for it like that's kind of my downfall in some ways that i'm really shit at um being able to hide what i think about things sometimes and it's kind of shit because as a friend said recently the world's reached peak opinion and we don't really need any more any more opinions it's kind of holy shit we're drowning in opinions at the moment but um yeah so yeah these in these places people would eventually a few times a few different bosses would come up to me and eventually say darby you're not you're not really suited for this job. Shouldn't you just be writing poetry or something under a bridge or just, just you know, shouldn't you? When they said that, I was like, you're basically saying that um, I, I don't deserve to um, be making a living. I know that's stupid. That's not what they were saying. My stupid little offended brain went, ah, oh, they're saying that I can't even be an adult in this world <laughs> which i which i can't it's true i'm the shit at being an adult like um i, I remember getting home and seeing my letterbox it's been filled with bills about five years ago and just chucking them i had a few beers and i just chucked them all in the bin <laughs> i didn't even look but it felt so good picking out a shitload of bills from my letterbox and just throwing them in the bin guess what it's leading to is my whole life all in my 20s and 30s i wanted to be a cartoonist i wanted to uh, i loved satire and humor um 
I realised I was getting nowhere with that because my peers had all secured the, the cushy gigs with the magazines and the newspapers and had regular spots and it was very, you, you really couldn't, um, it was, you couldn't really break into it. It was like, so I kept, I had creativity at, at my core, but I didn't know, so I can't be a cartoonist because I can't really make a living off that because everyone's got all the spots. So I just moved into writing poems and I thought, that's even a shitter way of trying to make money but I but but the stuff that I was reading was was sort of saving my life it was like poetry I can't believe that shit could really have that sort of effect so I couldn't not write it it's it's funny you've just got to honor your instinct and you've got to for me I've just been had to be prepared to try different things still have the core of creativity but just try out different ways of presenting it um, even now I'm doing a podcast and they're very popular but what I, what I love about podcasts is and it's kind of bad it's good and bad is that we, we've got this inner voice in our head all day that punishes us sometimes it's good to us but I love that we can just put in headphones and then go for a walk and we're not hearing our stupid inner voice it's being drowned out by my voice <laughs> instead um, and that's that's a good the good and bad thing about podcasts is that it's kind of a benign version of booze. I think I've mentioned this in the in the the first podcast, but um, but yeah, I I've created so much stuff over twenty years, and that had that had no audience, just for the or just the audience of one, just the audience of me, really, um, that. As soon as I gave Instagram a go, I had so much shit that I could put on it that it was it was a kind of a perfect storm in the sense that Instagram is like it it requires so much shit to get any traction on it. It's like I'm um, trying to get warm with a fire by throwing pieces of paper onto it, <laughs> and so I had so many pieces of paper that I could actually kind of warm myself. Which was unbelievable. Like I had all this, all these, all this shit that I'd accumulated over years and years that eventually just it all. I felt like the a damn wall had broken um, after being alone with my work to all of a sudden having an audience and it's it just feels. Sometimes I go, oh, holy shit, that's unbelievable. Like right now, I go, holy shit, I can't believe I've got like people that bother even listening or to the shit that I say or write or whatever. And sometimes I actually do feel like it's not real. Every people uh, are just bots. Like I've even before the whole bots thing um, happened, I felt like that's none of this is real but when i did my first book launch and a whole bunch of people turned up it's like what <laughs> people people on instagram are actually real people <laughs> i guess that's also the reason why it's so easy to why the world's um gone to shit a bit because no one thinks anyone's really real at on, a, on an unconscious level on social media so you can say what the fuck you want which is crazy nuts so yeah um I'm trying to learn to sort of be self-edit a little bit just to 
not to not to not offend, but to realise there's so much shit in the world. It don't need to be another. Don't need to be one more person shoveling that. But I do like to say true stuff, and um, I've slowly learnt that saying something beautiful and saying something true, they're not mutually exclusive. Um, they can be the same thing as well. When you say something true, it's just like, oh, thank, thank God. I think I said that in the first episode as well. But anyway. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, I think that's what I've got for the moment. Unless 